It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, Kelly Nash. Hello there. Hello, Morning Wash Regulars. It's tomorrow's show today. Tomorrow is Tuesday, the 23rd, working mm. on the last full week of August. So let's talk about So I want you to talk about Angela's song is stuck in her head over the weekend. How did it even come up? I, it, I Heck if I know. I mean, it was just one of those things where she started humming this song, and I was like, I know that song. And it was driving me nuts because I couldn't figure out, because it wasn't, there was no words. Mm-hmm. It was just, bum, 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 ba, dum, bum. Bump, 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 ba, dump. And I'm like, I know that. What is it? <laughs> and then I started like singing it to my Google phone. Yeah. And Google uh, amazingly can just take a melody, even if you're humming it, and tell you what song it is. So that's how I found out it was that's the new terrible. beats from 1964 mm-hmm. with I Like Bread and Butter. And it was when I heard that song <laughs> saying again, because I don't think I've heard it in probably 40 years. Right. The guy sing. I didn't know it was a guy. I didn't either. I thought it was a woman. But, you know, the song came out in 1964. So we would only heard it as an oldie. Yeah. But even then, it was an oldie at like 10 years like later. Like exactly. 74, 80. You know, by I 80, always, I never heard it again. I, I always pictured the singer as being like a little Richard kind of singer. I think I pictured it more like Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's just like, uh, I like bread and butter. That's a pretty good and it's right so unbelievable the the way this guy. I was laughing thinking about how did this guy get his singing career started, right? Like that's not a voice you would think should no. be a singer. Like he was probably singing that song and with his band, and he's like, "I like bread and butter," and they're like, "No, brother, you got to bring it a little harder." Bring it, and he's like, bring it. "I like bread and butter, go higher." <laughs> and by the end, he's screaming. <laughs> Now you got it. That's the winner. This dude's like 6'4", pasty white. Oh, my gosh, yes. Who would have ever? I would have never thought. I had never seen the video until today. It's worth a Google. Oh, God. The new beats, bread and butter. But, you know, the, the two things came out of that. One, as I became obsessed with who that dude was. His name was Larry <laughs> Muller. And Larry, uh, an interesting, to me, the most interesting side fact on all of this is that he's the guy who wrote Wind Beneath My Wings for Bette Midler. That's an unbelievable, the, the guy who sang that crappy record yeah. wrote that massive hit. Oh, and it, they had two other hits, but I Like Bread and Butter was the biggest one, and the other two <laughs> sounded just like I Like Bread and Butter. It's like everything's all right or something. But nonetheless, And he had two guys, two singers with him, and they would they would point at him and go, he likes bread and butter. Absolutely. And they, and like, what is, so anyway, uh, Dick Clark introduced them, I guess, on the oh, original sure. da- bandstand. 1964, I think, uh, is when he was doing it just in Philadelphia, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, so, but in, Kelly mentioned his name. I looked his name up on Wikipedia. This guy's written like 10 huge country hits. Yeah, he was a big writer for Tanya Tucker and those types of artists back in the 70s, and he uh, is in the Na- National uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame up there in Nashville. But um, that's an that's one of those interesting, bizarre side notes that you just kind of learn about people. Do you have an interesting, bizarre side note that you've learned about people? Uh. And or do you 
have a ridiculous song that gets stuck in your head. For some reason, I don't know where Angela heard it, but that got stuck in her head, and then it got stuck in my head. Yeah, uh, the only other song I can equate that to was that stupid old song that I used to hear. Uh, Mama's Little Baby Loves Shortening, Shortening. I don't know that Mama's song. Little Baby Loves Shortening Bread. And, uh, ironically, two songs about bread come up on the same podcast. So, but... I would only think about that song when I would hear My Sharona because My Sharona's nearly like that. Mama's little baby loves short and bread. You know, it would almost fit in there. And I used to sing that to that song all the time. But yeah, that's that's hysterical that that song came out. Or you remember that song or she started humming that song. That's an annoying song that gets stuck in your head. My Sharona's a great example. And I would put anything that had like four syllables. I would put it to the melody of my Sharona. Yes. You know, yes. whatever it is, uh, you know, I like cornbread <laughs> or whatever. And then, uh, but, uh, and then when you were singing the word shorts earlier, that reminded me of the song. I don't even know I knew it as a hit or not, but I certainly remember it as the Nair commercial. And I got stuck in my head for many summers. We wear short shorts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny with the old commercials too, because uh, that song that Angel was singing, What's it called again? I uh, like I, bread and butter. I like bread and butter. By the that end. was it was two different eras of television commercials. One was for Sunbeam Bread, mm. where the the people singing along were apparently like in a Waffle House. Yeah, and the other one I've, I've forgotten. What, I it had two commercials as a spinoff. They got made a ton of money just off that one song. Oh yeah, I didn't think. I don't think he was sweating cash. Forget about yeah yeah. Wind beneath my wings certainly. Since 1989, made him or his estate a ton of money, but he had like ten other hits in between that. It's like songs with Dolly Parton and and Kenny Rogers. He wrote. So we'll get into the weird songs and or weird facts that you uh, found out about people. And Wikipedia always takes you to a weird fact, like the woman that uh, we just learned today who died from Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a Wonderful Life. The final adult cast member of It's a Wonderful Life passed, uh, I guess, over the weekend. They just announced it this morning. Uh, but she was the she played the uh, sister-in-law of George Bailey, Harry Bailey's wife. Yeah, Ruth She's Darkin. Ruth Darkin Bailey, if yeah. you please. If you please. Yeah. So, but what I didn't know was that her real name was Virginia Patton, and she's the niece of George Patton. Yeah. Interesting fun fact. Yeah. Well, brought John, to you by the internet. Jonathan, speaking of movies, Regal Cinemas has announced that they're going bankrupt. Wow. That is a massive Is shock. AMC going to be the only theater chain still open? Well, and it's, you know, when you read the story about Regal Cinemas, and they're owned by a, a British company uh, called Cineworld, they're struggling all over the world uh, right now to get people back in the movie theaters, but they do bring up the fact that the AMC theaters, and I'll just read this line to you, AMC, the largest movie theater chain in the world, 
has faced similar problems to the pandemic, but it has now managed to raise more than $2.2 billion of equity in order to stay afloat. Wow. So they're not... They were really in the hole. Yeah, nobody's apparently making money. When are you going to go back to the movies? You know, you got Tom Cruise in the, what do you call it? Is the It's the number Maverick. six biggest movie now of all time. That should have got you back to the, I mean, obviously a lot of people did go to the theaters, but they're not going to anything else apparently. No, it was a movie out, and I've forgotten what it's called, but I wanted, because Sally's real particular about her movies. She doesn't want to see action adventure films. By the way, I watched something streaming the other night called The Red Zone with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. All right. I, I quit watching it halfway through. Okay. It's too stupid to watch. All right. Um, but um, something is, is currently playing. So-and-so, Miss So-and-so goes to Paris. Oh, yeah, my wife. My wife. My mom likes that. I sound like Joe Biden. My wife, my mom, same thing. My mom likes that movie. Yeah, you know, I told Sally, I said, well, here's a movie you probably would enjoy. I don't I want to go to the theaters. I want to eat popcorn. I want to eat popcorn? Which is why I want to go now. I want to eat popcorn and get the really good thick coke syrup i want that and she's like we're not gonna go see that i'm like well i thought you might want it well she went ended up going to go see it with her cousin when she was in dallas oh so she got the the oh, yeah coke syrup she the, yeah the, she the got popcorn. all the popcorn yeah none for johnny and she said <laughs> it was really good and i said i thought you would enjoy that one so i'm now i'm looking for movies to go see because I, I like going back to the theater now. they should i mean they i know they're trying to sell it like orville redenbacher's movie theater popcorn but it's not as good as the movie theater popcorn no. i don't think but they should come out with their own line of popcorn that's a great idea and and the heavy coke syrup absolutely that'd be great get that in a bottle we've got a, a study here out of california jonathan that says californians would give up 5 years of their life they're willing to give that up in order to just keep eating in and out burgers would you? How much time would you give up of, in your life in order to keep eating your favorite fast foods? In and Out Burger for them. I thought that's the Whataburger one. was the choice of Hollywood celebrities at two o'clock in the morning. Britney Spears love Whataburgers. They say the In and Out Burger is the way to go. We got Whataburgers coming to South Carolina, by the way. So. Oh, great. Yeah, In and Out Burger we don't have here. Would you take take any time off your life in order to eat? I don't know. Is it fried chicken? Your, for you, it's always your mom's fried chicken. Right. But, okay, if I told you you, you were going to live to be 80, but now you're only going to live to be 75 if you keep eating. I'm eating it. I'm eating it. I'm eating it. The <laughs> last five years, you're going to be in the wheelchair anyway because you ate all that fried chicken. <laughs> and you drank all those, all those movie syrup. syrup. Yeah, movie syrup, Coca-Colas. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what are you willing to die for? What and food what, are you willing to go in for? And why is it Coca-Cola created a pancake syrup? I mean, you're literally just about a pancake syrup. Mm-hmm. We should have Coca-Cola pancake syrup. Where's that idea? Jonathan Rush just came up with it. That's a, that's a billion-dollar <laughs> idea you just came up with, my friend. And science, I don't know, should I give you the answer here of what science says on the happy wife, happy life? Please do. According to science, it's true. You can't be happy as a husband if your wife's not happy, but she can be happy if you're not. Oh, totally. Isn't that a weird? Sally's the happiest when I'm unhappy. <laughs> she goes out of her way <laughs> to make herself happier by making you unhappy. <laughs> hey, we'll talk about some of that. And tomorrow morning, we got Win It Before You Can Buy it. tickets if you want to go see Hardy. Mm. Township Auditorium, I just announced this morning. Yeah. So we'll do that uh, beginning tomorrow and then for the rest of the week. Hardy tickets, listen to win them before you can buy them. They go on sale Friday morning at 10. 
according to Andy Woods. And we also had another concert announcement this morning. Uh, Mitchell Tenpenny uh, is going to be at the Senate February 24th. So we got some concert. We don't have any availability as of yet. We're sure, I'm sure we will, but they haven't ironed out the ticket giveaway for that one. All that start and what's going on in your neighborhood? Because we need to know. Reach out to us on social media. Let us know. We start talking. You start talking tomorrow at 978-9267. We do tomorrow. When we do the morning rush, tomorrow. On the morning rush. Redundantly redundant? Of course.